Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Time with James Sweetman. Thank you for tuning in. I'm starting this week by posing the question, you know, are you doing better than you probably give yourself credit for? You know, so often we run the pattern that there is something wrong with us that needs to be fixed. It's a belief that can be mirrored in the personal development industry. In fact, it's a belief that underpins most advertising when you think about it. Buy this, do this, and your life will be better. It's also the belief that at an extreme makes people vulnerable to cults, you know, or to some guru who professes with conviction that they have all of the answers. You know, I have to laugh because if someone says to me that they can heal me, transform my life or make my dreams come true, I'll run a mile in the other direction, even if they're not asking for thousands of euro or dangling some free enticement seminar to get me on their contact list just so I can be spammed with cliched infomercials. We've all been there, I think. Of course, that doesn't mean you won't come across teachers or authors or speakers who can be a real help. Um, but they're only really a help when they allow us or facilitate us to find the way back to ourselves and our own wisdom. I've said it many times, we're always doing our best and we can be perfectly ourselves while still being works in progress. In my coaching work, I always say that I don't coach people on behavioural change. I coach people back into alignment with who they truly are, a wise, multifaceted human who has all the answers on the inside. And when we remember to love ourselves just a little bit more, the steps forward become somewhat more obvious. So this week, it's an opportunity for you to take stock. Uh, For those of you who are fully paid up members of the Toughen Ourselves Club, I can see all the hands going up. This episode is just for you. Um, I'll take you through 15 signs, 15 signals or symptoms that you're doing fairly okay. My clients often say that I speak a lot of common sense, and I suppose I agree, at least most of the time I think I do. But sometimes common sense is not that common because a logical and emotive thinking clouds it. We are so easily distracted by loud voices, people in the media or social media or even in close proximity to us who have that scary conviction in their belief that their way is the right way. And of course, they're really only trying to convince themselves. You know, we can too easily ignore our own inner wisdom, the soft, loving voice in our own heads. The analogy here I often use is that of at an extreme tumbleweed in the desert where we're blown around by the strongest wind or, you know, as opposed to the the tall tree, the oak that's flexible, that will move in the breeze, but is rooted to the ground or, as I like to say, rooted in itself. So this week, as I say, it's an opportunity to take stock. But let me start by saying that we're still standing as we continue to live through these unprecedented and challenging times. And I think for that alone, we we deserve a gold star. And if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you listen to my weekly ramblings and my chats with guests, I would hazard a guess too that you're also meriting a gold star for being a light in the world. And sometimes we can forget that. So with this thinking in mind, I have a lovely reflection that I'm going to share with you at the end of this week's episode, words that always speak to my soul. Of course, we have to be realistic too, so life doesn't always bend to our will, stuff won't always work out for us all the time. 
And therefore, it can be easy to get down on ourselves or to judge ourselves harshly or even to feel like a failure. I often say the grass will always seem greener greener in in distant lands. You know, maybe your business or career isn't where you would like it to be or you thought you'd be a millionaire by now or that you'd own your own home or own a holiday home. We all have these wishes and dreams or, you know, maybe you thought you'd be in a relationship or out of a relationship or that you would have been on Oprah by now. Um, So what follows really is about giving us some perspective. So I'm going to share, as I say, 15 signs, 15 signals that you're doing fairly okay and that you've taken ownership of your life. So let's jump in. The first sign that you're doing fairly okay in life is that you have some quality relationships in your life. You have family or friendships, a supportive group of people that you know have your back and how wonderful that is. You know, what a blessing that is. That doesn't mean that people don't leave our lives. Uh, Sometimes it's to make space for new people to enter. There's that old phrase of, you know, for everything there is a season. Um, Maybe we can acknowledge, too, that we've been brave enough to open our hearts, you know, to allow love in, to allow people beyond our defences. And maybe we've risked being hurt, but perhaps we've reaped the reward of a deeper love or a a greater richness in life. Um, and, And how fantastic is that? Maybe with experience, too, you have identified your patterns in relationships or maybe simply there isn't the same amount of drama in your relationships as there used to be. But I wanted to start this self-reflection list by acknowledging the importance of relationships, because for me, that's really what makes the world go round. The second sign that you're doing fairly okay in life is that you've learned to protect your own well-being. I came across this phrase recently that made me laugh. It's like, don't blame the clown for being a clown. Just ask yourself why you keep going to the circus. I think that reminds us of sometimes we need to distance ourselves from people or situations that just don't work for us despite our best efforts. But the key with this one, I think, is that you can forgive others for their behaviour so that you're not carrying that toxicity around with you. In my dealings with people and clients over the years. Many people have voiced how they've stepped out of challenging situations, but so many of them, you can, I can still tell, you know, they're drinking the poison of resentment and hope it harms the other person who perhaps didn't live up to their expectations. So there's one thing about stepping away from a scenario from a self-protection point of view, from our own well-being perspective, which is, you know, necessary. But then there's the other piece where forgiveness comes in. And remember, forgiveness is not about forgetting. One of my favourite definitions of forgiveness is by Mark Twain. Forgiveness is the fragrance, the violet sheds on the heel that crushed it. That's a deep one. I think I should say that again. Forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that crushed it. The third signal that you're doing fairly okay in life is that you've learned to ask for help and support. Now, this is maybe on this list because it's been something that I've been learning. And if you've tuned into some of my recent podcast episodes, I've spoken about this more, um, especially with uh, Des Canning, the psychotherapist and counsellor. You know, I've learned over the last little while myself that asking for help is not weakness. It's actually a strength. It also opens the door to collaboration and maybe even friendship. Um, If we think about it, not much is achieved in isolation. Asking for help is acknowledging our own limitations. We, we know maybe our expertise, where it lies and where it doesn't. 
And we also recognise that we don't know everything. So being willing to ask for help and being willing to accept it and other people's expertise is a real sign of maturity. Um, and and not being threatened by other people's expertise is also a real sign of maturity where we can acknowledge that we all have something unique to offer the world. The fourth indicator that you're doing fairly okay in life is that you've learned to be appropriately assertive. You can voice your opinion in a professional and appropriate way. You know that your view or opinion is as valid as anyone else's. And maybe you've even learned, too, that by not sharing your opinion or your insights that you could be doing another person a disservice because they would welcome your input. Uh, of course, you own your own responses as well. So this this brings us into trickier territory. You know, others will do what others will do, but you choose how you respond. So, you know, the way we say things like he makes me angry or she frustrates me. Well, really what I'm saying or or doing there is, is that I'm choosing to respond to them in an angry way, or I've, I'm habitually responding to her in a frustrated way, because people do what people do, and we have the freedom to choose our response. And again, that's easier said than done. But at least if we're aware of that, if we're aware of the gap between stimulus and response, we're doing fairly okay. We can take that one step further, of course, where we can be curious and open to the idea that if you spot it, you got it. So what do I mean by that? You know, well, what we dislike in others is often an unowned aspect of our own personality. You know, the old Bible quote, the splinter in someone else's eye and we can't see the plank in our own. Uh, a shorter way of saying that is if you spot it, you got it. And you're doing fairly OK in life if you can recognise your patterns in this area and how uh, if someone rubs you up the wrong way, you know, you can you can be curious as to what's going on within you because that's the only place where you have control. Another sign that you're doing fairly okay is that you've realised that how you want to feel is as important as what it is that you want to do. Again, this is a deep one and this is one that's taken me many years to become aware of, let alone become expert at, and it's certainly one I'm continuing to fine-tune. So we all have our to-do lists, we might even have a not-to-do list, but how about having a to feel list? So more and more, this question is one that guides me, particularly at the outset of the day. It's an integral part of my morning routine. You know, it's it's a question that's at the heart of well-being and self-care when you think about it. For me, this question combining with, uh, you know, focus on my breath is really the foundation of self-love. So how do I want to feel today? knowing that we're emotional beings, knowing that behind everything we want to do is ultimately a request to feel more of a positive emotion anyway. Let's make sure that that's just front and centre. And if you have an awareness in this area, you're doing fairly okay. Another sign that you're doing fairly okay is that you like being you at least the majority of the time. This is not about narcissism, but it is about appropriate self-esteem. We, you know, we might not appreciate what we see in the mirror all the time. I know I don't, but you're not recoiling from what you see or what's looking back at you. You know, in recent times, I've been brave enough to do what's known as mirror work. It's something that's been advocated by the late Louise Hay for, for many years. It's, in, it's perhaps a central tenant to her book, You Can Heal Your Life 
where you hold up a mirror and you just look back at yourself and you look into your own eyes. And as I say, I resisted it for a long time and I'm not quite sure why. Um, it's probably something to do with lack of worthiness patterns, but it's been fascinating when I do that every so often. It's a way that I find helps me connect with my inner child and it's a way for, you know, just acknowledging myself and um, and the fact that I can trust and rely on myself. Um, and I suspect that, you know, many of you listening as well know deep down that you can rely on yourself. And that's, you know, that's something to acknowledge and to applaud. Here's a little challenge for you in this area. Uh, one of the things that is incorporated within my morning routine is to value uh, or acknowledge and value a quality within myself um, on a daily basis. So the challenge is that over the next seven days, at the outset of each day, you will acknowledge one quality that you want to recognize, acknowledge and honor in you. And it might be a strength, it might be a quality, it might be a skill, you know, it might be your loving nature, your kind heart. You know, the fact that you're a good friend, your listening skills, you know, the fact that you're a good cook, uh, a good organizer, that you have, you know, built up experience in different fields over the years. The list could be endless, but we all like to be recognized. And sometimes it's nice to to acknowledge uh, and to recognize ourselves. Another sign that you're doing fairly OK in life is that you've developed resilience. You've come to see failures and setbacks as something that's only temporary. Of course, we have our down days, but you have bounced back after every setback. We can't succeed at everything all the time. Sometimes failures are course corrections, stepping stones to something better. Maybe you're even realizing that it's not the goal or the achievement or the destination that's important. It's the love of the process, the journey. And that's something to celebrate. As we straddle these signals, these indications that you're doing fairly okay in life, the, the midpoint of them, um, number eight is you don't live in perpetual grievance. You tend to lean towards gratitude. You know, so many people are almost like professional complainers. Um, but as I say, if you're even complaining about the complainers, you're still putting more complaining into the world. Of course, that doesn't mean you're not going to be appropriately assertive, as I mentioned earlier, but you also let a lot of stuff wash over you. It's a bit like water off a duck's back. Uh, you have learned maybe that, you know, knowledge is knowing what to say, but wisdom is knowing when to stay quiet. Uh, that doesn't mean you'll ever be a victim or, you know, that you'll be a pushover. Um, but let's remember that all anger is an attempt to make others feel guilty. And if we're complaining or acting from a place of fear, we're really just putting more negative energy into the world and we tend to feel awful afterwards. So we might have the communication skills to prove ourselves right most of the time. But if we're going through life keeping score, we're probably losing anyway. Um, this always reminds me of a sentiment of Mother Teresa where, you know, it's important to know what you are for, not just what you are against. She's always said, or she used to say that, um, you know, she would never attend an anti-war rally, but a pro-peace rally, she'd be there. You know, that's why a war on drugs or a war on terrorism will never succeed because it's, it's fueling what we're seeking to avoid. So when it comes to uh, being assertive, you can certainly do that, but you do it with awareness 
um, and and with a clear intention. Um, and there's a lot of uh, times and a lot of stuff that you just um, allow to to wash off you, and that's a real sign of maturity as well. Indicator number nine is that you can celebrate other people's successes. This is something that's tricky for many people. But as I always say, success is not a zero-sum game. Just because other people succeed doesn't mean that you're a failure. Uh, success, as I see it, is a bit like health, you know, not like a pie. You know, if it's a pie and someone takes a slice, well, then maybe there is less for you. But if someone is healthy and they've worked on their own fitness, does that mean that there's any less health or fitness for you? Of course, the answer would be no, um, because it's it's a different ball game. Sometimes I'll use the analogy here of like books and book production. So if if someone goes out there and buys, I don't know, all of the Jane Austen books in the world, does that mean that there's any less Jane Austen books available? Well, probably not in the long term because more will be produced. And for me, that is what an abundance mindset is all about. And it can be tricky sometimes. But if we can acknowledge other people's successes, we're fueling our own Uh, generosity of spirit and maybe we can get inspiration from them so if you know they've done something and achieved something well maybe it gives us encouragement that we can do likewise another signal that you're maybe doing okay in life or better than you give yourself credit for is that you're able to devote some time and energy to your passions the, the stuff that lights you up maybe on occasion if you do feel stuck in a rut you've learned that you can shake things up a little you know, that you can find a thrill or a sense of freshness in the uncertainty that resides on the edge of your comfort zone. Experience has perhaps allowed you to fine-tune what brings you joy. You know what you're interested in, what you have a passion in. You may even have been able to transform your passion into your profession. And that, if you've been able to achieve it, is winning the career lotto. Uh, Number 11, so the 11th signal that you're doing maybe okay in life, is that you've ticked off so many of your goals and dreams. And this is one that we can so easily overlook. You know, when you think about it, there are many things in your life right now that were once dreams or goals. Maybe it's the job you're in, your relationship, house, car, children. They might have been head goals, stuff that you purposely strived towards achieving or creating, or maybe they were heart yearnings you asked with your spirit and they were given. And it's so important to acknowledge that or even to bask in gratitude for for all of those blessings that have been accrued over the years. Maybe you're even living proof of that roomy quote that life is tilted in your favour. So often from the outside looking in, others will view us as success stories a shiny example of someone who's living life out loud. And maybe it's nice to acknowledge that. Of course, that doesn't mean that you're still not working on things or that you're still not growing and evolving. As I said at the outset, we're all still works in progress. We'll still have things we can be excited about and looking forward to. But it's so important to acknowledge um, everything that has accrued on our life journey. So we're in the home stretch. Another sign that you're doing fairly okay in life is that you have become somewhat liberated from the good opinion of others. Now, I think this is still, uh, how would I say it, one that I'm still working on. um, But isn't it wonderful to be even able to contemplate it? 
So, of course, we'll never be rude or unhelpful or uncaring or emotionally closed down or shut off. But we've learned that maybe other people's opinion of us has nothing to do with us because it's their opinion. You've accepted that you cannot please all the people all the time. No one is better or worse than anyone else. And you are able to recognize or even celebrate that difference. Perhaps wrapped up in this as well is your awareness of some of the standards in society that can be unrealistic from, you know, appearance, beauty standards, so-called success or materialistic standards. You've sort of figured out what works for you. In Under this heading, I would put something that is important to me, which I label as uh, self-betrayal. And this might sound a little bit left of centre, but so often we will behave in a way that we're looking to gain acceptance from others. But perhaps what's most difficult to swallow is that sense of self-betrayal when we ignore our inner wisdom and let ourselves down because we go against our own better judgment. So as I said, with this one, it's not about being, you know, closed or blinkered or unhelpful or or, or lacking in empathy. But we, we do sort of realise and acknowledge where our focus perhaps needs to be, where we have control, how we want to engage with the world. And we're doing fairly OK in life if we're able to see that, you know, we cannot please all the people all the time. But let me make sure that I'm at least when I put my head on the pillow at night time that I've that I've not betrayed myself and my own wisdom. So just three to go, three more indicators that you're doing fairly okay. Uh, Number 13 is that you tend to be a glass half full type of person. And now this is a description that's often applied to me. But for me, the, the, the biggest distinction here is not whether the glass is half full or half empty or whether it's half full of water or half full of champagne or whatever it is. It's the fact that the glass can be replenished. So this is not about drifting into toxic positivity because life is about contrast. There will always be ups and downs. We'll always experience a range of emotions. But perhaps we are open to looking for silver linings or gifts of learning, even in challenging times. There's that phrase by that quote by William Arthur Ward that I think is relevant here. The pessimist complains about the wind. The optimist expects it to change and the realist adjusts the sails. Number 14 is that you know what you can change, you know where you have influence, and maybe you know what you just have to accept. You know, let's face it, there are many things in life that we cannot change. All we can change is how we view what happens. Um, Sometimes we can realise that despite our best efforts, there's not a huge amount that we can do. There are things that we can change. It might take time. We might be able to chip away at them. Uh, Some things require... Um, us to take a a longer term approach where maybe we can look at influencing a situation rather than changing it. With that in mind, what I found in recent times is that when I set out to do my best with a clear intention, uh, intention, of course, being the quality of consciousness that I'm bringing into something, you know, maybe that's all that I can do. Um, and if I'm doing my best, maybe that's creating the, the best chance that a situation or, or someone can change or move forward. The very last signal that we're doing fairly okay in life, and it's perhaps one that should have been top of the list, is that we're healthy. So we know the old phrase, your health is your wealth, and so many cliches are are based on truth, and we sort of, you know, forget the truth that underpins it. 
uh, for me, certainly in the last 18 months, um, health, not just from the from the COVID um, crisis, but seeing my own dad pass away with pancreatic cancer and my own cancer journey has become uh, top of my list um, in there with relationships and focusing on on how I want to feel not just what it is I want to do all things that I've I've covered in this week's episode and we're investing in our in our minds body and spirit it's not just about physical wellness mental wellness and I call it spiritual wellness too you know if you've aches and pains maybe we're getting them checked out or we're moving our body walking or exercising you know we're taking care of ourselves maybe we're doing the medical checkups you know eating food that nourishes us taking appropriate supplements um and and being grateful for the body that has supported us uh, to this point in our lives um so i hope you found the um th- these little indications that we're doing fairly okay in life and helpful and perhaps if you were giving yourself gold stars i'm sure you're 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 getting the majority of them uh, ticked off i want to close this week uh, by sharing a reflection and it's it's a beautiful sentiment that is actually framed in my office and it was given to me a few years ago by my good friend marion and it was the the message that was inside a, a card um um, and, and when she handed it to me and I read this, this you know, the message that on, on the card, I was wiping away tears and, and it really speaks to my soul. So at this time, when we've all been through so much uh, and we've kept going and we continue to do our best, um, I, I want to share this with you. So allow these words to, to settle in your heart. Sometimes I find myself thinking of you, of your strength, and motivation and the amazing way you manage to keep it all together. I see how others look at you and I know that they think these same things about you too. But for as many times as these thoughts surround you, I wonder if you even know how truly wonderful you are and how much you are admired by those who are lucky enough to be part of your life. Today, I wanted to make sure you know So on that note, until next week.